the quarterly results are in from Southwest Airlines, and they're eye-popping. I mean, it is, it's it's a record. Record revenues, uh, really strong numbers. But that stock's been under a lot of pressure. In fact, it's trading right after the earnings came out, trading at a nine-and-a-half-year low. This is a tough market. Bob Jordan is the one who has to fight the market. He's the CEO of Southwest Airlines, joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. As always, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's always good to talk to you. Well, it's good to talk to you. So, so on the one hand, congratulations. I mean, these are numbers that should be I mean, exemplary. You've, you're showing numbers that Southwest has never seen before. You know, the the, the uh, demand for Southwest Airlines is really strong. So, uh, yeah, you said it, but we had uh, record operating revenues uh, this quarter, record passengers, record Rapid Award program revenues, record new Rapid Awards members, uh, record spend on a Rapid Awards card. I could go on and on and on. Uh, so uh, I feel like the, the demand for our product is really good. At the same time, we had really good operational performance. So every single operational metric was better year over year, which I'm just really pleased about. And what we call the complete factor, which is you know sort of the opposite of cancellations, uh, for the quarter is running uh, nearly 99. And for October here, we're nearly perfect. We're 99.9%. So it's just, uh, I, I'm pleased with uh, just everything. At the same time, also, we hit some milestones. We've got all of our aircraft flying, and uh, we have restored our network back to 2019. So I'm just really proud of our people. Well, so tell, I, me, tell me about the challenges right now, because I know, I mean, we all feel fuel prices because gasoline prices going up. I know Jet A's going up. We've been watching what's been going on in the labor market. I mean, not just with you, but whether it's automobile business or anything else. And labor costs seem to be going up. Is that the squeeze that, that that's coming? You're filling seats, but it's harder to, to get the profit margins? Yeah, and I'll, I'll just uh, you you mentioned labor. I just want to say a huge thank you to TWU five five six that represents our flight attendants. We got an agreement, uh, tentative agreement with them uh, yesterday, and it still has to be voted on. There's work to do, but I'm just really pleased with that. That is our ninth agreement in a year, and uh, it's just uh, I'm eager to reward our our fantastic flight attendants and all of our folks. You know, the challenge is maybe twofold. Uh, one, yeah, costs are up quickly and significantly. A lot of that is labor rate movements with all these new contracts. Uh, inflation is real and up. Everybody knows that fuels up. And uh, at the same time, we also have had a change in demand trend. So leisure is very strong for us. Our, our, our Christmas bookings, as an example, are actually running ahead of 2022, which is really good to see. Uh, so, but leisure is strong uh, on the business side, uh, business demand is very steady and we're continuing to win market share, which makes me very, very happy, but it is still not restored to 2019. It's roughly 10 to 15% down from 2019. Still getting better, but getting better slowly. So all, all that means that travel patterns are just different than they, than they were pre pandemic. At the same time, with the restoration of our network, we have, I'll admit, we've added capacity uh, 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 much faster than normal here sequentially. So what that means is 2024 is all about optimizing our network to these new travel patterns. And we, we have a lot of that already underway. We'll have a big network optimization that's done in the first quarter, but it's basically yeah. matching the network to this new demand, whether that's leisure or business. But in the case of the, I guess, the first quarter going forward, you're actually cutting back 
some of your capacity right now, trimming flights, I guess, not offering as many seats. How much of that is impacted out of Dallas Love Field? Is that where it's coming from? Oh, no, Dallas is uh, Dallas is full. You know, you know, Love Field is constrained, and so the 20 gates, and we have 18 of those 20 gates, and we use them like crazy. So uh, we would love to grow in uh, in Love Field. We just aren't able to do that. Uh, we're committed to serving the Metroplex, and, we, you know, we've talked about uh, uh, taking a look when we can in 2025 and beyond, taking a look at DFW, uh, modest presence there. We want to continue to grow and, ser- grow and serve the Metroplex. The capacity reductions, though, for 2024, again, it's really about uh, we grew quickly in 2023 as we absorbed, as, as we restored the network. 24 is all about absorbing and maturing that capacity. So we have taken... Uh, uh, roughly four points out of the first quarter. The uh, the new travel demand trends with business just means that January and February are softer periods. And then we uh, have uh, uh, announced that our growth rate for 24 overall will be about 6 to 8%. But really, all of that 6 to 8% is just carryover of the capacity that we added in 2023. So the leisure travel, uh, it looks like you maybe you're carrying over from what we saw during the pandemic. There was a, a, a shift within Southwest Airlines, adding more beaches and more mountains and places people wanted to go on vacation. Are you keeping those? You still got to fly to all the mountains and the beaches? Yeah, we don't have any intent to, to cut something from the network. You know, this is really around getting it optimized. That, that is getting capacity at the right day of the week, the right time of the day, the right month of the year uh, to match demand. Uh, yeah, it, it's not about cutting things from the network. That's not our intent. It's really about matching the demand to the network. So it's all about optimizing the network. The better we can put the flights uh, time of day, day of week at the place where there is demand, the better the revenue performance. And coming off of the pandemic, the the demand trends are just different, especially with the business travel or just traveling less. And so that's really the push in 2024. The other big push is we have added a lot of uh, people and uh, other things as we uh, training as we ramped the airline to grow. And 2024 is all about really regaining our efficiency and wringing out those costs. You know, your business used to be fairly predictable back before the pandemic and there was this all this travel in the summertime then it would kind of drop off and it would pick up during the holidays then it would drop off a cliff in january and february and kind of come on back with spring break and easter travel and you know go back and forth but but coming out of the pandemic i guess it was revenge travel everybody just wanted to go somewhere so are we getting back to normal i think that's the biggest thing that's going on is yeah the you know uh, we don't want to go back and relive the pandemic, but travel was way down and then it surged. And I think what you're seeing now on the leisure side is it's really a return to normal patterns. So uh, you, you saw a huge boost, you know, this quarter uh, last year. And while uh, uh, demand is still very strong for leisure, it just isn't that huge revenge travel that you mentioned. So I think it is getting the network design back to the yeah. back the trends have normalized and then for business business is really it is different it's still it's it we're still growing here we're taking market share on the business side 
but it is not recovered to 2019. And the patterns are different. I mean, you see uh, business travelers are traveling, but they take slightly fewer trips than before. That's why you saw us uh, change, uh, a very helpful change to our rapid rewards program to make it easier, not harder, like some of our competition, easier to get tier status on Southwest Airlines. Just yeah. recognize that some of our best customers just don't travel quite so much. We're actually making it easier for you to get tier status in Southwest. You know, one of the variables that you have at least some control over with, I guess, is, is the equipment. And I know you were trying to get the 737 Maxes. They're more fuel efficient, certainly, and carry more people and, and retiring some of the older equipment. Is that continuing? Is that is that the way you're going to accomplish some of this, this capacity reduction? Are you going to be accelerating the retirement of some of the older 737s? I am so glad you asked. As of, uh, you know, we just announced today a new uh, a significant order book and revision and reflow with Boeing. Boeing is a great partner of ours, but we have had uh, deliveries that didn't come that are stacking up, which implies that we would take far more next year than we intended. So we had a couple of goals. Number one, let's reflow the order book so there is orderly manageable growth year to year to year. And this new order book you see it's roughly 80 to 85 deliveries a year. Second, lock in very attractive pricing for a long time. So it, it does that through 2031. And then last, give ourselves a lot of flexibility because you see, you said it, uh, demand trends have been up and then down, and it's hard to predict what the future looks like. So there's a lot of flexibility in this new order book to flex up and to flex down, depending on the uh, on the demand trend. But no, we were going to take uh, 70, it, back to your specific point, we were going to take 70 jets uh, with Boeing this year. They're now going to be able to deliver 85. So we are simply going to pull forward and retire 15 more older 700s so that we still take, you know, a net 70 from uh, for, from Boeing. But no, every time that we retire a seven, an older 700 and replace that with a, with a max, that is a good cost and financial move for us. All right, what, one last thing i got to ask you, and I, I'm going to probably ask this every time we talk, but but I've seen a lot of evolution at Southwest Airlines. I mean, you you fly internationally now. You're even uh, toying with the idea of maybe going into to DFW, and you, you're flying into two airports in Chicago. So there really has been a lot of growth. What there hasn't been is assigned seating, uh, a different tier of seating, you know, premium seating, uh, airport clubs, all the things that a lot of the majors have right now that they seem to really be exploiting, especially for the business traveler. Yeah, you know, the. in fact, I, now I thought your last question was going to be about the Rangers. But, uh, <laughs> so We'll make that 2A. <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, you know, the you have others that are seeing real strength in long haul international and premium just like we saw, you know, real strength in domestic leisure last year. I do think those things moderate, but the question is, uh, will Southwest Airlines continue to change? I think that's your fundamental question. Yes. Yeah, you've seen us add, uh, you've seen us add the 800 and now power on the aircraft and larger bins and Wi-Fi. The bottom line is this: uh, whether it's a seating change or a boarding change, is we. Uh, constantly need to understand what our customers want and then be committed to adapting to the needs of our customers. So uh, I, I've, I've got nothing to report here other than the fact that it, we continually watch our customer demand and customer expectations are changing. 
And as that becomes apparent, we will adapt our product as needed. All right. So, well, that, that you set me up for this. You're a major carrier in Dallas, but you probably have more flights out of out of uh, Phoenix. So, are you by city? Do you go back and are you going back and forth? We do uh, when uh, uh, you know when we we have. Uh, I mean, whether personally, whether, whether, we, whether, <laughs> oh, person with the Rangers or, or you yeah. know or anything, we we look to add sections. Our network planning folks are terrific, and we always add extra sections where there is the special demand for things like sporting events. Uh, no, I'm trying to – my focus today is on earnings. <laughs> we walk the Rangers tonight, but, uh, yeah, I will, I, uh, I'll not – or tomorrow night, I'll, but I'll not be at the Rangers game here. But, uh, no, we, we always add extra sections or extra flights into cities where there's special events because we want to support our customers. Well, and 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 hopefully it will have will win this in four games, and you'll be able to cut back to normal capacity. Bob Jordan is the CEO of Southwest Airlines. Always good to spend some time with you. Thank you, sir. You as well, sir. I appreciate it. Thanks. All a lot. the best. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com/slash/ceo. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.